Gracious God, move among us in the power of the risen Christ so that hearing his voice, we may hear your sweet word of forgiveness so that in feeling his touch, we may experience the fullness of life for which you've created us so that in his reaching in to soften our hearts, we may welcome you and follow you in the way of life abundant. This we pray through Jesus. Amen. So I've been caught up recently thinking about the seasons of life, the various and varied seasons we all pass through, we all experience as we go about this business of living. Maybe it's because last weekend, last weekend was the big move. Last weekend, we moved my mom up from Detroit, the place she called home for for the vast majority of her life, moved her from the house in Redford she had called home for for the past 36 years, moved her up here to Flint, the city of her birth, to live in a home we have readied for her with us out there on Briarcliff Drive. So, Ma, don't be shy, but could you give a wave if you wouldn't mind so that everybody can see the lovely Detroit girl I'm talking about? Yeah, I've been caught up recently thinking about the seasons of life, the ups and the downs, the backs and the forths, the twists and the turns, the expected and the planned four times, as well as those unplanned times that caught and and will continue to catch me and my family and friends off guard. I've been thinking about our two children, Luce and mine, now ages 34 and 22. And I look with wonder and thankfulness and at times confusion and bewilderment as I watch them stretch and experience and stumble and accomplish and learn and grow. And, and I remember the season of being unfazed and undeterred by the bumps in the road. They didn't slow me down for a single minute either. And I look upon our grandchildren, we get photos regularly, ages six and four, with delight and curious wonder as to how they will continue to to blossom out. And I remember the season of dreaming dreams that had no boundaries, that that were absolutely possible, if I could only imagine it, playing for the Detroit Tigers the New York Philharmonic, playing, just playing without end. You and I, we know the vicissitudes of life that we move through the years, not with level-headed, even-keeled motions that keep us balanced along the journey. We don't always move with great poise and integrity, vigor and stamina. We all know life's not filled with all that we dreamed and set about working to to create for ourselves. Life is certainly filled with adventure, but it is also filled with routine. 
At times, life is quite elegant, and at other times, tawdry and graceless. Life has its moments of cowardice, as well as daring do, delight along with terror, a good, good mix of laughter and tears. For good or for bad, like it or not, all of life is filled with surprise and change. And I dare say, there's not one of us here who could say with all honesty that the life you have lived and are living right now is just how you dreamed it to be, just the way you planned, the way you always expected. I've been caught up recently thinking about the seasons of life, the times of change, times when it's difficult to, to sort through all the clutter in order to clear, to clear and cut a path through into tomorrow. I find myself, the older I get, and maybe that's why I'm thinking this way, because I am getting older, closing in on 60 this year. And I remember I had similar considerations upon turning 30, and I was looking to the past at the lives of some of those folk I was enamored with who, for good or for ill, had, had left a mark on the world by such a young age as 30 or 17, Joan of Arc, Michelangelo, Alexander the Great, Napoleon, James Agee, Jesus, and me. Life was just racing by, and I was finding it a challenge to keep up, let alone accomplish something of consequence in the world. Then, and still now, I find it difficult at times to cut through the clutter that has accumulated in my thinking and clear a passable path into the future. Difficult, I believe, because every changing season adds to the large and growing repertoire of voices that bounce about in my head, all of them, those I adore and those I do not want to hear, are offering to guide me through, to help me cut through the clutter and clear a path into the future. Voices, there are so many Voices, were I to begin telling you of all the voices I hear in my head, <laughs> I'm looking at Andrew and looking for Barbara and David, Wendell, a few of the counselors who dwell here among us, were I to begin telling you about all the voices that sing out, that ring out in my head on a regular basis, well, you just might wonder what I'm doing up here in the pulpit instead of lying supine on the couch in Andrew's office. Or would you? Were I to begin telling you about all the voices I hear in my head at all times clamoring for my attention, shouting for my allegiance to their preferred way, would you think I'm off my rocker? Or would you understand what I'm talking about and commiserate with me? 
maybe not visibly, but in your heart, would you be nodding your head, maybe vigorously in agreement, maybe not aloud, but in your heart, would you acknowledge the voices in your own head that bombard you with tempting offers to guide you through all the seasons of life, all the voices that vie for your attention, for your allegiance, for your focus to be fixed on them into a future shaped by the mark they are leaving on the world. Maybe, just maybe you won't actually think I've lost it, but I'll understand what I'm talking about. News centers, Fox, CNN, Truth Social, NPR, NYT, WP, all promising the truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. That's a lowercase g, by the way. Political and governmental powers, all of them promising a harmonious, bliss-filled, united future if we but follow their ideals and direction. Military powers, armed to the gills, as they, as they fight to demonstrate, to dominate, and impose their own will with the promise of establishing and maintaining peace by, by waging war. Religious powers, on the right, on the left, or in some mystical form, however all those lines get drawn, I'm a little dumb about some calling for a moral hard stance, or some uh, maintenance of the status quo, or some a self-expressive ambiguity. All of them claiming their particular worldview to be, to be correct, even, even absolutely correct. Economic powers, whether controlled, calling people to trust those in ruling positions to provide enough for them, or so-called free, calling people to trust the invisible, mysterious hand at work in the market with the promise that you can accumulate even more money, influence, stuff. Advertisers, trolls, drug companies, billboards, schools, neighbors, friends, all telling me what to buy, where to get it, how I should look, how I should smell, how to feel, what to drive, how to spend my money, where to learn, what to learn, who to listen to, how to best maintain my yard, what to eat, what to believe, who can be trusted, where to visit to be, to be comfortable and revitalized and re-energized, to, to be and find my own true self telling me that age is just a state of mind to be overcome, and that all I need to do is watch out for number one. Mother, father, siblings, aunts, uncles, grandparents, whether alive or having already passed on, sharing their wisdom all the time. The preacher, 
live and in the flesh or on some screen, animated or dusty, gripping or dull, at ease or wooden as she, as he, goes on about something, maybe even about someone. The voices go on and on and on and on with, with persuasive offers of how to navigate our way through the varied and various seasons that are, that are all part of living. And I know you hear them too, because I talk with you, and I listen to you. I know you hear them too, because I watch you. I watch what you do. Their pull is so strong. And you and I know that sometimes we flounder as we try to discern our, our best way into the future by their guidance. And we walk at other times with a confident stride because we bought what they're selling. But at other times, Maybe when we meet someone who doesn't dance to the same tune that guides us and questions arise about why we do what we do, believe what we believe, and we respond at times with disbelief that just can't understand why they don't get it and, and get on board with the way I see the world. At times with confusion because what they say doesn't compute with us or makes more sense than what we hang to. And we wonder how we missed it. We respond at times with curiosity or maybe jealousy or ugliness or even hatred. All because their voice tugs so strongly within us, giving rise to such responses. I've been thinking recently about the seasons of life, the various and varied seasons we all, all of us, pass through experience as we go about this business of living, and all the voices that promise me safe passage into the future, and I gotta confess, right here, it's sometimes a jumbled mess up here, filled with frustration, with tears and grief, with a sense of being lost out in an open ocean under an overcast sky with no clear markers to guide me. You too? Ever? Thankfully, this week, the so-called Good Shepherd Sunday, we are confronted by the voice of Jesus. Jesus, who speaks the good news when he says that he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Jesus knows my name. Knows your name. Knows our name. His voice rings out clearly above all the other voices that are 
all the time battling for our attention and allegiance to, to follow their direction, Jesus calls, he calls to us to lead us out of the confusion, the heartache, the fear, the instability, the constant turmoil going on both without and within over which way is best or right or proper of the constant contention over what voice is best suited and trusted to direct my thinking, our speech, our actions, out of the constant worry about who we are becoming, who we've been, and who others say that we are, that I am. Above all the other voices, Jesus calls us by name to give us true bearing and lead us out. And the sheep, says Jesus, will follow the shepherd because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Says Jesus, his sheep will follow his voice out. But not only out. Jesus says that those who hear his voice will be led out by him, but not only out of the seasons of living now and into a future of peace and wholeness. Jesus said he is not only the shepherd who rightly leads the flock to safety, to peace. He claims to be the very gate itself the very one through whom we enter in and go out in order to find good pasture land, nutrients for the, for the living of the seasons of right here and right now, seasons of living. Through Jesus, we find rich nourishment for the living of these days through all, the, through all the various and varied seasons that can all too easily leave us confused and fearful and brokenhearted. Through Jesus, we find strength, nourishing food, and direction for the journey. Salvation Abundant life in all its fullness. No more tears, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more fear, no more heartache. Salvation has been secured for us through Christ Jesus, and in that way will one day be ours. But this day, today, through Christ Jesus, shepherding gate, we can enter into all the seasons of living by following his voice, assured that he is leading us 
to good pasture, shepherding us faithfully through the harrowing seasons of living, binding up our wounds, defending us, and even preparing a festal table for us when we are met face to face with those who would lead us astray or steal us away or dare to try and tear us apart. There are voices that incessantly call us to follow them and, 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 and to us caught up trying to discern all those voices that chase after our allegiance with promises of their envisioned world. To, to them, Jesus says, your version of truth is short-sighted. You can't see the bigger picture that is unfolding before your eyes. He says your vision of unity is too narrowly construed. Truth is rooted in love. Love is the soil from which truth grows to bring about peace and unity. He says, your version of power and might is, is skewed in money and fear. True power is found in the fray of living by those who freely give themselves to serving others. He says, your worries about tomorrow, about what you will eat and drink and with what you will be clothed, well, they're, they're all distracting you from living the life right now that is true life. Life, true life, is founded in the one who made us, our Heavenly Father who is good and knows us, knows our frailty, the reality of our existence, and so loves that he will faithfully provide what we need. To know the voice of the one who truly loves us, the faithful one, Jesus. And to follow is to be in the fold of the one who has laid down his life so that we might be raised up. Yes, in the sweet by and by. But still more, even right now amongst the din of all the voices clamoring to claim us as their own, even now, through all the seasons that come with living, Jesus is calling us to journey in his company, among the company of his flock, and to grow in his ways, that bring forth life abundant. Through him comes the forever promise to be experienced even now. The promise of peace and wholeness and purpose and satisfaction more than enough. The promise of life abundant. Thanks be to God. Thanks for listening this week. 
The First Presbyterian Church of Flint is an historic downtown congregation proudly part of the Presbyterian Church USA, the largest Presbyterian denomination in the United States. You can learn more about us at fpcf.org. You can check out our weekly live stream broadcasts on our channel on YouTube. But better yet, you can stop by any Sunday at 10.30 a.m. to worship with us. We would love to welcome you and your family to worship. Have a great week.